Now betting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Monday, Albuquerque. You know what that means? That means I love Game Sevens. Let's go! Oh, oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! The baddest dude on the planet is Adolis Garcia. We'll talk about that as length. I am Fred Slovan Nunley. Oh, hey. Alongside me, one Jake Cassio. Hello, hello, hello. And Good to be back. Chorus Luke Mark with the general manager of Howie Sports Page, where we are broadcasting live today. Luke, welcome, brother. Oh, thank you as always. Hey, Marie, making the show go around back at the station. Hey, Marie, did you get married this weekend, or are you done doing that? Um, yeah, you're just mad because you weren't invited to my wedding. Um, no, there's no more weddings in the future. So you Yet. don't have to be upset anymore. I don't know. We, uh, we're just playing the odds. There's part that's. Fifty percent of people, y'all. There's no plans for another A Marie wedding. Yeah, but you just don't plan on it, do no, you? No, there's just something that kind of happens. happens the universe kind of decides, you right. know. Well, you I've guys got, don't plan it, but I do. I've got dear friends that have missed their <laughs> weddings, and I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, but I'll be at the next one. Yeah, don't so worry, you know, I'll catch the next one. Adolis <laughs> Garcia um, is excited Sucks. about a funeral because he's going to kill the Houston Astros tonight. My favorite baseball team, the Houston Astros, is I'm currently sitting here in a Lance Berkman Houston Astros jersey. That is accurate. You are representing my boys and one of the goats in the Astros organization, Lance Berkman, a.k.a. Fat Elvis, a.k.a. Big Puma. Yes. We need some Berkman vibes tonight from my dude who I'm predicting to have a hat trick of home runs Kyle Tucker, number 30, right fielder. He's had the slowest start of a playoffs, the, the coldest stretch of his young career. He's busting out tonight and embarrassing the Texas Rangers pitchers, not just Max Scherzer, any fool that they're confident enough in putting on the mound. I don't know if you called game seven of the LCS a slow start. I mean, <laughs> we're a little bit on start here. He's had he's had a few games to turn it on, but Kyle Tucker, mark my words, is having a big game tonight. I think we're gonna have a sad night for you tonight, Van. Well, good. Go thing, Rangers. Good thing I'm at Howie's Sports Page. I can't be sad when I'm here. And we do have a defibrillator on hand for you. Oh, thank goodness. Dust- I also know CPR. Ooh, I'm gonna fake one. Dusty Baker's <laughs> never won a game seven. Bruce Bochy's never lost one. They face off today in a game seven in the ALCS. And, uh, Amory, if you could get taps ready, the Houston Astros are all but finished. This one is over. There is, I don't believe they'll score a run. I believe Texas will be doing it. With Scherzer's not going to have two bad games in a row. Sure Can't physically do it. Has never done it in the history of the world. It does it often. See, what really needs to happen for your Strohs is Dusty needs to get ejected again. Yeah, I'm in. That's the key. To That's, it. But it has to be in, like, sign me up. like, the first inning. Yeah, go early. Go, go ugly, early go as early. possible. Go ugly early. Well, I'm sure he's going to be angry because I emailed uh, Major League Baseball this morning, and I said, drug test Aroldis Garcia. Yeah, that's what you said? 
he looks like a human thumb. Like, there is no way. His shoulders go all the way down to his knuckles. This is excellent. This guy is one solid piece of muscle, and there is no way this is natural. Drug test Aroldis Garcia. If Dusty Baker gets kicked out in the first inning, it's because they didn't read my email that I put in all caps, obviously, to drug test Aroldis Garcia because he's juiced up. Are you anti-steroids? Of course I'm anti-steroids. Uh, I'm for the children, Jake. I'm I'm for the product. I don't on like the how field. selective you are in your cheating fandom. Yeah, true. Now hold on. Who's cheating? Uh, historically. You have. That was six years ago. Get that, a life, that, losers. That was like two years ago. <laughs> two thousand you think two thousand seventeen was two years ago? Yeah. Oh my God! I your still poor live, brain, I'm still Jake in Cassio. 2019. The pandemic never <laughs> happened. <laughs> I still think '96 was like 12 years ago. So that's fair. Yeah, yeah, we're old. Yeah, that would make me <laughs> the, uh, the time seven should, years old. <laughs> Jake, the time shouldn't be flying for young Jake Cassio this fast. Uh, that's scary. I'm just an old man deep uh, down inside. You got an old soul. Yeah, uh-huh. with a lot of dementia. Oh, okay, <laughs> self-inflicted. With, <laughs> with this game seven matchup of the undefeated Bruce Bochy versus the winless Dusty Baker, uh, if the Astros do one, what you're going to do is you're going to get this overwhelming barrage of stupid Astro fan screaming about how historic this team is, how they've never done it before, although they've won so many. Big games and big moments. They're going to rally around Dusty and how he was able to overcome the the hump that is game sevens and how he was able to push through and persevere. And I hate Astros fans more than anything. You're wearing an Astros jersey. Yeah, Watch your mouth. Part's true. This is unprecedented. The road team won every single game. So you would think easy money is on the Rangers. The road team wins again. But oh, no, no. The Astros are just setting them up for disappointment, throwing Rangers fans a bone, giving them a little bit of hope to shatter their dreams tonight and embarrass them and send them home and ruin their season. Take tonight, throw it into a blender, boys, blend it up real smooth, add some amount of water, put it into a syringe, inject it in my veins. That's how excited I am for Game 7 baseball, and we're going to have two of them. Because the Diamondbacks are up 3-1 early in this one. And it looks like the Philadelphia Fules are heels and scared at home for the first time all freaking year long. Yeah, the winning, uh, the losing at home is contagious. The Phillies are doing it now. That's, everyone's in. Everyone's copying the Astros. Whether it's their, you know, international signings or player development or sabermetrics or, or losing at home. Everyone wants to be the Astros. There are just too many there's no chance to win stats out there. That's why I brought up that stat. Because I feel like everyone hates the Astros so much. They just create these word vomits of reasons why they won't be able to do it. And they do it every single time. But that's baseball. You've got to come up with a stat after so many years. So many everythings. Yeah. There's just mark, a number for everything. Mark my words, friends of the show. The greatest Amish baseball player in the history of the sport, Kyle Tucker will put on a show tonight. I don't know if he's Amish. Yeah, I've, have you and seen his beard? His family will see it. Have you seen <laughs> his beard? When after Kyle Tucker single-handedly wins this game seven for the Houston Astros and then goes on and wins the World Series and his rung springer's over and he has to go back to Pennsylvania and churn butter 
he's going to finally get the respect of his Amish father that he so deserves. As we're going through the headlines, <laughs> your UNM Lobo football team, which if you weren't in attendance, everyone here at Howie's was enjoying it this past Saturday, snapped the longest conference losing streak in D1 football, which was 18 ga- or excuse me, 14 games by beating up on Hawaii 42 to 21. Yeah, go Bows. Let's go Bows. I think we're finally seeing the offense. Oh, I know we are. That I we've saw been them. praying for. I saw them. Three touchdown, three touchdown patties from Dylan Hopkins. Are you kidding me? Let's go, son. God, that would have won the game. I mean, it would have been close. But like, that's yeah. not the, like they had it offensively. They were flying. Now they're three and four. Now what are we in the mix? In the mix. Three baby. more games, and we got a bowl game. Won a home conference game. That's a huge deal. We hadn't done that since 2017. And we, if we can uh, take a key from the Aggies here, we just need two more wins for a bowl game. Oh, yeah, and then just yeah. get the exemption. <laughs> yeah, get an exemption. Do a little slow, Let's go, baby. A slow raise of the hand and said, what about us? Hey. What a, pick us. Hey, guys. We're, out. We're excited to go out there and put Dylan Hopkins in a bowl game. And if they play in the Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl, we're going. We're 100% going to that. If they go to a bowl, I'm going wherever it is. If they go to a bowl, I'm going wherever it is. For I sure, wherever it is. Completely. I want the Bahamas Bowl. Same. Now that you just said it, same. I'm yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is. The boys sent Bahamas. 505-246-0610. Donate us your airline miles yes. so we can go to the Bahamas Bowl. If they play in the Isleta New Mexico Bowl, you know where I'm going to be? There. God, that'd be awesome. That'd be so super awesome. Done it before. They could do it again. I wasn't here the last time they did it. Was that like a special thing? It was a big deal. Yeah. You know, one of these years we're going to get both New Mexico teams bowl eligible and we'll have an Aggie Lobo bowl? New Mexico Bowl. As soon as oh, this year. Gosh. How awesome would that be? That would burn this city down. The whole state. The whole state. There were so many highlights from it, too. Where it was like, you're watching the boys. And I again, and I'm so very sorry, Van and I were hosting Fall Fest. We were busy. So I had to watch it. We had a gig. We had a gig. We had to do a thing. Responsibilities. I mean, you know how it is. But I'm watching the highlights. I'm like, oh, here they come. Here they come. But then you have a moment where it's like, it's been 728 days. It's been over 100 weeks. Oh, yeah, that moment for us was halftime because last week at halftime, it all looked pretty good, too. And so we were a little up, but they, they looked great in the second half. They held on. The last conference win was that 14 13 win at Wyoming in 2021 crazy to me crazy because i look at the lobos i'm like i see the record i get it i just don't put them in that category of having struggled as as mightily as they have struggled sure and i and i'm not i get it one game <laughs> but it feels like the one and i know it's 56 10 over tennessee tech like i get that but this is why yeah it's a conference game the, once the timmy chang led hawaii warriors overrated he was looking a little more like a line, <laughs> like a former lineman than a former quarterback sure. on the sidelines. But now that our Lobos got a taste of how good an ass whipping feels like, yeah, there's nothing that's going to top that, and that that craving for just demolishing somebody, embarrassing them. They're going to have to do it every week now. The and specifically for the defense, which I think had three interceptions. Now you know what it feels like. You know what it feels like to stop a drive. Because you know what the boys had not been doing? Taking the ball away. Sure. And that stuff becomes contagious, and you become that thing. And if you can grab momentum from this game and take it into next week and then obviously extrapolate that out. 
Yeah. Your UNM Lobo football team is back. And you know what? They were the same team in the second half as they were in the first half. And that's a first this season. I think we have a really good chance of doing a bowl game, guys. We got at Nevada next week. Losers. UNLV win. That's Soft. two. That's three wins back to back to Keep back. Keep going. Boise State, maybe. Going to be tough. Fresno State, even tougher. Right. But we're going to sweat it out. Week 13 versus Utah State. That's, that's, ba- that's basically a bye at the end of the year. Yeah, and that's, that's six wins right there. Pencil that one in. That's all we need. Love it. Mountain West Offensive Player of the Week, Dylan Hawkins. Let's yeah. go. Jamarius Lewis, Defensive Player of the Week. It was just a banger of a performance. Also, your quarterback, Dylan Hopkins, the Manning Award for Star of the Week. It is. This is what it should feel like. This moment right now is what you, I, friend of the show, also you, Jake, this is what all of us have yearned for from college football here from the University of New Mexico for so very long. And I'm not one that's going to say too soon. I'm saying exactly where it needs to be. It's happening right now. Let's go forward. The momentum is changing. Let's ride the wave. It's a sea change, baby. Yeah. Because we just rode that Hawaii wave, man. Surfed our way out of that one. I like that you really dropped your voice here. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's all about the tide, brother. Yeah, man. What's uh, what's that turtle that's all high all the time? Crush. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're now at Sports Page. We're watching Monday Night Football tonight. Halftime giveaways, Luke? Always. Glizzy's, Luke? Always. Drinks, Luke? Always. Uh, uh, Fellowship, Luke? Well, that's up to them to get down here and help us create it. (laughs) And Astros win, Luke? Yeah. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Just circling his head. Yes or no. Thank you. Big thank you to the friends of the show who are already here. Thank you for coming up and saying hi. Those that will come, we're excited to hang. We're excited to hang. Yeah, also, we got a a new friend of the show. I think they went to the car to listen to the program, and then they'll come back in and uh, have a beer. Yeah, because, you know, Howie's (laughs) doesn't put the program in the overhead. They got the touch tunes. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. They got the touch tunes here. They're not trying to hear your boys make fun of the Dallas Cowboys, who didn't lose this weekend. Let's All right. Because they didn't play. Well, <laughs> oh, is that why? There's that. We'll jump into NFL recap whenever we get back. Amory, you doing good at the studio? Yes. Why? I just, you know, always thinking Checking about it. Checking in. Yeah, just, you know. There's, well, a, there's a lot going on here today on the show. Just laughing a lot. You know, it's, we're trying to do good for a change. We've, we've become the Lobos. We're the Lobos football team now. Now we're good. I like it. Turn that corner. Yep. I believe we're all in support of that. It's two men on. Live from Howie Sports Page, intersection of Montgomery and Tramway. Come hang out with your boys. 95.9 FM. Is that Hobo Hank walking it's around? It's Hobo Hank. Let's go, Hobo Hank. <laughs> Live at Howie Sports Page, the sports animal. Hobo Hank's in the house. And if you know anything about Howie Sports Page, there's a chalkboard in the bathroom, and it's been defiled. It's um, Slander has been thrown by way of Hobo Hank. So somebody, somebody said some things about Albuquerque's hero, Hobo Hank, yep. that we can't say on this program. Nope. No, I don't appreciate it whatsoever. We'll give him an opportunity to stick up for himself as Hobo Hank will join us at 4.30. Let's go, boys. The Eagles are trading for Kevin. Help me out here, boys. Kevin Beard. Beard? Beard. All right. Who's he? Safety for the uh, former safety for the Tennessee Titans. He's pretty good. He's so pretty good. good. Hold up. Pro Bowler. Don't the, don't the Titans kind of always give their good players to the Eagles? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, sure. Is this real? Yeah. 
1,000%. And they just signed Julio Jones, too, former Titan. Who did that? The Eagles. 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 He caught a catch yesterday. So the Eagles are, like, all in, but the Titans are all out? Yep. The Titans are all out. The Eagles are made up of former Titans and former Bulldogs, and that's about it. It's it's Tennessee and Georgia. Congratulations, Philadelphia. And one Alabama slash Oklahoma. Yeah. Well, when you're... When you're the Eagles and you get a foreign team and the Titans, like that really helps you like make your squad better. Right. Like other teams don't have that advantage. So I'm gonna go with way to go, Eagles. And now we're just waiting to see where Derrick Henry goes. Now who's he? Just uh, you know, Tractor Cito. For the Philadelphia Eagles. Nah, Buffalo Bills. There's no way. If I'm a GM in the NFL and I'm looking at what Tennessee is doing right now, I'm calling them immediately and saying, Who else are you trying to who else are you trying to move? I don't want your quarterback. I don't care yeah, about your quarterback. We, we'll take anyone except for Tannehill. Ten. You take ten, right? The wide receiver. He oh, signed no a doubt. two-year deal. His signing bonus is paid off already. Like what's like? There's a move there, though, right? Go get ten. What what team in the NFL needs a wide receiver right now? Tennessee has a pretty good roster, except for their quarterback. I don't know why they're throwing in the towel already. Because if they just change the the head of the snake, then they got a chance to make a run in the second half of the season. Because Tannehill, he's done. He's done. Yeah, it should be Malik Willis time. The next Lamar Jackson. I've been saying this for years. And you've been been wrong for years, but still, Malik Willis is better than Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, you got to get the kid a chance. He needs to earn some confidence. That's what the quarterback position is all about this day and age is confidence. I don't know. I they, think there's a lot to do with talent. They also drafted Will Levis, so they and so two Mayo years in a row. No, but I'm just saying that two years in a row they've invested a, a high draft pick to quarterbacks. So I don't Will know Levis what they're is, doing. Will Levis is too jacked to be an NFL quarterback. He's too swole. How does he even throw the ball? How does he move his arm that much when he's oh. that jacked? He just shot puts it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hey, that's a that's what happened to Derek Carr. Derek Carr used to be a competent NFL quarterback, and then he got all jacked, and he sucks this year. Put in Jake's boy Jameis. Yeah, you know what's sad too is that if this was Jameis Winston putting on this performance that the Saints are putting on, all the blame would be thrown on him. But because of Derek Carr being a good white Christian boy, well, I mean that's part of it. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. And we have the, a, looking like the the missing member of Fallout Boy. <laughs> Sugar, we're going down swinging. Here's what I think, boys. There's only three good teams. The Eagles. They're good. The Eagles. Oh. And the Eagles. There's no other good teams. I watched San Francisco give up. I watched Miami. By the way, they might have caught the raw end of an officiating thing last night. Yeah. It wasn't great. <laughs> like, it was the whole great. week was like that, man. Ten rip. Ten rip? That's bonkers. That's how the Bills game was. That's how the Indy, so. the the Colts and the Browns game was. It was a lot of rigged officiating. Yeah, that pass game. interference on the Colts Browns there at the about the back of the end zone, like that thing was like twenty feet high. Yeah, in the stands, you should have called PI <laughs> on the fans. Yeah, hey, a little sport jumping. That that's what the the umps have been doing to my Astros all series oh. too. <laughs> <laughs> They keep it should have been a sweep. They keep calling those missed swings strikes. They've been getting rough calls on the outside of the strike zone. It's been hard to watch for an Astros like fan. Joe West is out there. He, the spirit of Joe West has infiltrated every single one of those loser umpires. It's time for a new age of 
refs and umps. Yeah, they're called robots. No. Put in the robots. Yeah, Use technology okay. already. Yeah, when the world ends, when the robots take over, on, Van, Skynet. you can't come into my bunker. Yeah. We're going to stop at baseball. <laughs> Nothing past baseball and ATM machines. That's and cars. <laughs> yeah, smart cars. And jobs. And the Uber app, which I might have to use tonight from Howie Sports page if my Astros lose. Jalen Hurts leads the league in interceptions. This is a fun one because the NFL wants Philadelphia to win so very much. That's why they haven't banned the brotherly shove. Ten to, it is why they haven't banned the brotherly shove. Any, I, it's the only time any quarterback goes under center. America wants the Eagles to win so much, you might as well just change their name to the Bald Eagles. That's pretty good. Thank you. Ten penalties to the Dolphins compared to zero. You know how many times there's been a football team without a penalty in a game? Since 2000? The year 2000? Five times. 14. Only 14 times in the hundreds and hundreds of games. Thousands and thousands. Because you always get the announcers like, well, you know, they could call holding on every play if they wanted to. And there's, you know, there's a penalty on every play. They just don't call them all. Dude, real talk, dude. Uh, I was watching a throwback game when I was playing some poker this weekend, you know, after our wonderful uh, New Mexico United watch party, tough loss for the boys. The amazing effort to get into the playoffs, loss of Sacramento. We're still here for you, black and yellow. But I sat on the poker table after uh, the event, and they had on the Packers-Broncos Super Bowl. There is a roughing penalty. There is a face mask penalty. There is a holding penalty on every single play. There There were three straight face masks. I saw blatant, and they called none of them. I was like, that's a different NFL. And that wasn't even that long ago. It's only been a while. That's 96. No. No, it's been a while. And specifically with, like, finesse teams like the Dolphins, you don't – and that's not to mean soft, boys. I'm not saying soft. I'm saying finesse. Right. Those teams don't get called like this. Also, if all ten penalties on the Dolphins are legit, cool. I'll hear that argument. You're going to tell me it's not one or two or three on the E-Gals? You're going to tell me that doesn't exist? Oh, for sure. Like Luke said, you can literally call one every play if you wanted to. But they did not want to. They did not want to. I mean, a, a coach will tell you, a general manager will tell you, you, you play who's on the schedule. Sure. And then a player will tell you, you play within the rules of the game. If they're not calling penalties, it's not on the players. It's on the refs. They're the one watching the game. They're the one not calling it. Well, it's honestly just felt like the last two weeks of this officiating it's just like they're making up the rules as they go along man scoring is except for the dolphins except for last week and except for the dolphins year long scoring is down yardage is down in the nfl they're letting the defenses play this year and you're seeing it every week they've also called the most uh eligible men downfield in like 10 years and then calling it back yeah whoopsie no, it wasn't. Yeah, they're throwing flags and picking them up and being like, ah, nope, nope, nothing happened. I just don't think I understand completely how you don't call it the exact same way on both sides. And I'm not the guy that hates referees. I do agree it's at an all-time low. I do believe it should be a full-time position. I do believe there should be accountability, accountability for bad calls, missed calls, all those kind of I think that stuff should exist. There should be a, a tiered system. There should be, um, man, what's that called in soccer? Regulation. Relegation. Relegation. All those things should exist. That should be a thing that exists. 
It does not currently. And you go to baseball. You got your Angel Hernandez's. Yeah. You go to, I mean, there's guys that are there just because they have been there. Doesn't work like that. You know who's got full-time officials? You got officials that do it really well and don't have weird stuff anymore? NBA. Right. As much. Or as, as often. It's changing. Since the Donaghy era. Tim well, Donaghy was my dude. My, the, my hero. Coaches get fined. Players get fined if they don't do post-game press conferences. The same thing should be against umps and referees. You should have to speak up for your horrible game calling. Yeah, I want to say ref up there. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Yeah. That would be super Pulling sweet. Pulling the full-on Marshawn. Hey, guys, when you were deciding how many free yards you were going to hand out to the Eagles tonight, yeah. what was your mindset in the locker room? You want to hear those answers. And he goes, Belichick. Oh, you know, we're, we're just uh, we're just eight guys here wearing black and white. We're, I mean, we're really a team, you know. Like, yeah. we, we, there's a lot of action out here. We can't, we can't really call everything, but I'll tell you what, we are, we are here to call some NFL games, and that's, that's, that's what we're doing. We're referees. We, uh, we obviously don't see color of teams here because we are, we're black and white. We, uh, <laughs> just, we, we do see tent, and we believe in shade. Um, also, if you say another word, we will, we will throw shade at you. And we'll fine you $50,000. Two men on live from Howie Sports Base. Joining us on the broadcast, where we get back, Ho, Bo, Hank. Ho, Bo, Hank. Ho, Bo, Hank. The sports animal. We're back live at Howie Sports Page. Let's go. Joining us on the program. Friend of the show, in full disclosure, my business partner and co-owner of Duke City Championship Wrestling, Hobo Hank. Hobo, welcome, brother. What up? What's up, guys? Good to be here again. I mean, what, were you able to walk in here under your own power, or what's up? Uh, yeah, I got a slight limp, but I'm doing okay, man. It's been a, it's been a long week, but it's been a long week. Uh, it's a, obviously it's a it's a it's an auditory medium we're in, but I'm gonna pull it for you guys. So we had a drone at Duke City Championship Wrestling, and as we're speaking, you're going to watch Hobo Hank go off of a 15-foot ladder, or at least above the ground, uh, through through two ply boards, and uh, not recover. Oh, oh. oh my goodness! <laughs> just, oh my god! That is god. so insensitive of you, Fred Slow. Yes, that you're showing us that right in front of the victim <laughs> of that betrayal, Hobo Hank, who in the championship match. A ladder match for the inaugural Duke City Championship Wrestling Heavyweight title. Um, lost. Hobo Hank. I did. You know, I lost a lot that night. I lost my footing on that ladder. I lost uh, gravity. I lost against gravity. I lost uh, I lost my opportunity at the Heavyweight Championship yes. belt. And I lost my best friend, Thunder. Well, you know, I mean, that's the world of pro wrestling, isn't it? You know, you lose a lot in the world of pro wrestling. You know what you gained that night was? 500 brand new friends. Let's yeah. go to the historic El Rey Theater. 500 warm bodies in attendance, both right-handers and left-handers. Jake, we oh. let them, yeah, we let them both. Oh, separate but equal. Separate but equal. That's <laughs> how I see. Joe, and you were, or excuse me, Hobo Hank, you were saying uh, largest independent crowd you had wrestled in front of in Albuquerque in, what, like 10 years, 15 years? Uh, yes, at least 15. Um, I think the last time we, we drew a crowd like that was about 2007. So, yeah, there's a history in the making there at the historic El Rey Theater. It was, man, from my vantage point, walking out and seeing all those friendly faces and just the decibels in that arena were, were pretty overwhelming. Um, then I, I don't think we left anybody disappointed. I've, I've got a lot of great feedback. 
I, I've got the opposite. I've got a, it's a travesty. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were stolen from. This yep. is heartbreak. You ruined children's birthdays. I believe that people had a lot of Hobo Hank Halloween costumes lined up. They're no longer going as that. Like, I believe it has been as uh, terrible as it possibly could be. Well, it may be. However, I do think the majority of those 500 people are going to rejoin us on November 16th when we're back at the historic El Rey Theater to see where uh, maybe Hobo Hank gets his uh, comeuppance. Well, DCCWtickets.com. You can go there and get tickets to the next live event. Don't forget, if you buy a ticket to Duke City Championship Wrestling, you're sliding money into uh, Daddy and Stepdaddy's pockets. (laughs) That's me and Hobo Hank. Are you stepdaddy? Nope. <laughs> Not this one. What, how do you deal with the betrayal from your former best friend, Thunder? Like, does that make you want, does that make you more focused? Does that make you work and train harder to get another chance at that belt? Well, anybody that knows me well, Van, knows I don't train. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's all natural. I will take a detour just not to drive by a gym. But, uh, no, I... Yeah, I mean that that was a that was a special kind of hurt there. But I got I got to say, unfortunately, in the world of wrestling, people do that to you, man. You, you get stabbed in the back constantly. So, um, it is what it is, man. We you know, we'll see what I do. Uh, you know, the story's not over. You, you know, I, I root for DCCW. You do, but as a contrarian of the show, uh huh. Here it comes. I'm a big bad guy supporter, <laughs> or as uh, I've learned now, the yeah, heel. Correct. Yes. Just, just learn that well, term. Well, and knowing your recreation, um, I wouldn't be surprised if you're a high heel kind of a guy. Yeah. If you, uh, Jake's really into high heels. I Jake uh, thinks do own a couple. <laughs> Jake thinks it's the best part of wrestling, but the worst part of the bread loaf. Yes, the yeah. heel. Mm-hmm. That is- I agree. I throw it away. <laughs> so was it you, Jake, who wrote the uh, the stuff in the bathroom here? Whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa no, 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 no. Yeah, we can't say that on air. That was, that was clearly thunder. He, he was <laughs> here right before you, you came in, huh. and he skedaddled out that back door. Well, it looked a little high for Thunder to have written it. I don't know if you have a step stool. <laughs> uh, nice. Well, I'm only 5'9", so. Not very tall. So, Just... so is Thunder. <laughs> if you missed any of it, everything's available on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at DCCDub. That's D-U-B. You can kind of catch up on everything. Obviously, I am the voice of that. Van, you joined us during a match. Absolutely, yeah. I got to call a little wrestling. I learned a lot on the fly. Yes, I could tell. It was pretty cool. There were four guys in the ring, mm-hmm. which is two more than usual. <laughs> That's twice as hard to, to do what you did then. Statistically, yes. Yes, yeah. it's double because of math. Literally double. <laughs> Jake, it was just a tag team match. That's all it was. Right, right. So you just got to keep track of who's being tagged in. That was primarily all I could do is keep track of who was active in the match, and Van would just keep going, oh, my. <laughs> it was shocking. I mean, that's, real be- that, if that's a good sign to show how much of a good time he had it. Yeah, there was so much action. I was just like a cat watching ping pong. I forgot I had a microphone in my face. At the very end, he goes, did I do a good job? He goes, ah, I don't care. <laughs> and I go, a lot of people watch this. It's like a super fun thing. That's uh, funny. That After my match, I said the exact same thing. Did I do a good job? <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, no. I don't care. You did not. We'll you lost. Against. I did not do a good job. Well, I think you lost. Time. I know. I, well, you're not going to win them all, Fred. I've wrestled 7,000 times. It's, you know, you're going to lose one once in a while. I'm trying. I'm trying my best here, Albuquerque. The thing we always try to communicate, and whenever you walked into Howie Sports Page, there were, like, fans of yours in here when you walked in. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool, man. And then, you know, earlier today, same thing. I walked into a place and uh, got, got some recognition. So the, the, the word is catching on once again that uh, wrestling is alive and well in the, in the Duke City. 
you know, obviously, all the industry guys, you know, it's, it's part of your life. It's welcome back from the everyday fan. Like, and that's the thing I think Van and I have tried so very much to communicate with this thing. From the nine-year-olds having birthday parties all the way up to the 90-year-olds enjoying a night out. Um, kind of talk about, before we let you go, just how unique of experience it is entertainment-wise on a Thursday night here in town. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about that earlier, uh, actually earlier today, Fred. I, you know, I've been wrestling for 27 years, which means I've entertained I mean, I'm kind of on my third generation of fan. Yeah. And what's so crazy about uh, us relaunching here at the at the El Ray, you know, what six months ago? Um, the other night we had a, a a a young man celebrating his ninth birthday party. So obviously he has not been a fan of Hobo Hank for years and years. Um, so he's a new fan, and there's so many new fans out there, and and people that are bringing their kids that uh, they used to watch me wrestle when they were kids, and now they have kids. So. Um, I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just so honored to be able to be a part of of a show that is family friendly, that is on a Thursday night, that uh, can get the whole family out. Um, yeah, I think we were talking. The the tagline is the greatest party in town, and I think that pretty much summed up what happened at the El Rey last Thursday night. I don't know. That was their tagline. That's like really good. That's I like a good, good stuff, right? Yeah. Who came up with that? I I, I actually <laughs> came up with that. So uh, we have yeah. a creative every week. Like you couldn't. Have- Want to pitch this to me? I talked to the ProView guys. So, by the way, we're on the ProView network uh, every Saturday morning at noon. Uh, the greatest party in town, DCCW. Don't know anything about it. November the 16th is a Thursday. Come and hang out with the boys at the historic El Rey Theater, Hobo Hank. Uh, but you got what are we doing? Who, what are you, you going to wrestle? Are you too injured? What's the plan? Uh, you know, Spoiler. I, 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 it looks like I will probably be wrestling again that yes. night. Let's go. So, uh I don't think I'll get the night off just because of what happened. But I mean, uh, you can't get a shot at the championship because not only were you betrayed, but Turbo Tony, your opponent, also betrayed. Would not be fair in any amount of way to give you solely an opportunity against Thunder, who stole the championship from you. Wouldn't be fair to give that opportunity to Turbo Tony either. How do we determine who is the individual that will face off against Thunder moving forward? You know, Spelling B. Ooh. Oh. Ah, we could uh, <laughs> rock, paper, scissors. There's <laughs> <laughs> thumb wrestling uh you know i don't know but i bet you matthew robles has a, a thing or two to say about that so i'm sure as uh being in control of thunder and the now dccw heavyweight championship i'm sure he will help have a, a lot to say about who will challenge and win um so i just hope i get my shot soon so i can get that belt around my waist because it would look really really nice hobo hank turbo tony thunder charlie 50 all your favorite and worst wrestlers performing November the 16th at the Historic Elbury Theater. Jake, you coming? I'd love to be there. Can I get you on the broadcast? Oh, yes. <laughs> hey, hey, Fred, so... <laughs> as long as I can sing the national anthem. Check out the live chat there. It was definitely the best birthday party ever. Friend and, of the show, Aww. Lisa. Yes. And, uh, man, Lisa, it was an honor to uh, be a part of that and and uh, meet your family and, and, and just uh, celebrate with you. And uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing you all at the next show. There were a lot of kind words from those in attendance. That and by the way, it, this is going to sound so cliche, and, and no work stuff here. This is completely shoot legitimate. Everyone that takes the time to say something positive, it's about Duke City Championship. It's about two men on. If it's about um, Amory as a really name three players, if it's about Jake and this banger of event you had last week at Santa Fe at the Green Jeans and a fundraiser for the YMCA where you raised nearly $1,000 for them. Like, all of these communications to us, I tell you what, they mean the world. Like, and I know that sounds little and it sounds simple, 
but a, a lot of effort goes into stuff to do what? Help others, you know, sure. and, and how fortunate we are to have some people resonate with us and take the time to come out here. So thank you, friends of the show. Thank you, fans of Duke City Championship Wrestling. Thank you to everyone that gives in return what, what we try to provide for you because it means just the world to all of us. I finally found my communities. <laughs> Aww. Hey, Marie, I want to go to break real bad. Two men on <laughs> 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Walk hard. Hard. That's not the song. It just sounds Dewey, like it. it just sounds Dewey like Cox it. reference. Dude, that movie's legendary. Oh, I love great. it so much. Doing pretty good for a 13-year-old with a wife and a baby. The wrong kid died. <laughs> Van and I are hosting Fall, Pe- Fall Fest this past Saturday for the city of Rio Rancho. Big thank you to Greg Hall, yeah. Mayor Greg Hall. Big thank you to Connie Peterson over the Park and Rec Department. Matt Bollinger runs the Rio Rancho Event Center. So we're out hosting, and they're doing a uh, costume contest, boys. So it's like uh, it's different ages, Van. I don't remember what they were, but in like three-year spurts, right? So yeah. two, three, two, six, two, nine, two, twelve. Zero to three, four to eight, nine to twelve, thirteen to eighteen, nineteen to ninety-nine, Ooh, and families. There we go. So we're looking at the costumes, and a lot of them are good. There's some of the classic ones that'll never win you anything, but you're in the mix, you know. And then there were some, like, really fun, like, cute, unique ones or whatever, but you were deciding uh, walk hard or whatever. That, yeah. I've never seen that. But there was a guy dressed up as Marty McFly. Crushed it. And Van hates Back to the Future. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this. Overrated. Van will bury back, and it's maybe my favorite ever. So I'm dropping Back to the Future jokes every five seconds. Like mm. It's like every quote I can remember, everything, and Van and Gr- Mayor Greg Hall are trying to like do this actual competition. And I'm like, can somebody bring me a Pepsi clear? And, like, and the whole crowd is like kids. They have no idea. They're like, what are you doing? You guys aren't ready for this costume yet. <laughs> yeah. But your kids are going to love it. Oh, yeah. I, did, I, did, I 100% did the one where I was like, I was like, uh, he's up. I'm like, I'm like, whatever the thing. I'm like, is that Johnny? Be good. Like, I'm just, I'm running them all. And Van's like, can we just move past this part? I'm like, I, overrated. Really, yeah. this well, is cousin Marvin. It's, I did that one. Cousin Marvin. Oh. They're enabling incest in that motion picture franchise, and I don't appreciate it. Also, they gave me a young child a very false narrative about what science would be like, what the future would be like. Where are my hoverboards? Where's my hoverboard? Great Scott. Yeah. <laughs> we are we are close with our auto fry in the back because you just drop stuff in the top and set the and it just pops out the bottom magically done. It's it's like very futuristic with with chicken wings here. Oh, okay. Nobody calls me chicken <laughs> wing. <laughs> I'll keep setting them up. You keep knocking them down. Oh, I was so dialed in. Oh, it was a really great, like it was a great event. Like so many people were entertained by the Rio Rancho yeah. Fall Festival. So many smiling faces. All these kids got their, you know, their prize packs for their costumes. Yep. And even the ones who didn't win had an absolute blast. It was a beautiful event. And like we said, Mayor Greg Hall was there. And I was like, who's your vice mayor? Jerry Lewis. Thank you. Can, we go, can we go to break early, Amory? <laughs> <laughs> It was a really, it was a, it was a banger, and then we so we immediately leave there. We go over to Green Jeans because Jake, you run events over at Santa Fe, and you. What was the total donation number for the Y? Uh, seven hundred eighty-seven. Seven hundred and all right. So we're gonna make Love a donation. That. We're gonna up it to a round number because that's a stupid check, right? <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, you sold seven hundred and eighty beers. One dollar off every beer went to the YMCA. Way to go, brother! That's yeah, a awesome. huge day. More than doubled sales on an average Saturday. 
You know, it was the busiest I think I've ever seen that complex. That's awesome. Yeah, so it was a very, very busy week leading up to it, and I'm so glad it's done, and it turned out so well. And thank you to everybody who came and for you guys for the Love support. It. it was 10 for 10. Well, and lastly, because, you know, we're just celebrating the whole table, uh, Luke was able to stream the Lobo game from his phone here at Howie Sports Base. <laughs> yes, I think we may have been the only bar in town to get to watch the Lobos annihilate Hawaii. Yeah, I would not have been able to figure that out. That's <laughs> <laughs> not the one. We're a little proactive. We had a little scrambling on Saturday morning to make it happen, but it was worth it. Robert Zemeckis is probably the best director in history. Like, if we're having, like, a real honest moment. He's top 37, probably. He might be on IMDb's top 1,000. He also did Forrest <laughs> Gump. Like, he's no joke. Well, the documentary Forrest Gump writes itself. No, it did not. All that stuff happened in real life. A true story. You don't think it's real? When you're just interpreting history, you know, it's... Oh, yeah, okay. You don't think it's real? Name an airport that doesn't have a Bubba Gum shrimp company. Boom, roasted. Got you. And I was ruining it. <laughs> All the NFL games, whenever we get back, we're live from Howie Sports page. Come on down, watch the games with us. We're obviously watching Game 7 Baseball. Diamondbacks and Phils are playing right now. Halftime giveaways, glizzies galore. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.